You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 63. In this episode, I'm speaking to Anna Raymakers about how to overcome any obstacles and shine as a female entrepreneur. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's guest is Anna Raymakers, who joined me this year on Mastermind Retreat Iceland. Anna has built three successful businesses in the last two decades, despite being a single mother with three children and originally not having the necessary education nor experience. Now, Anne is on a mission to inspire women, especially older female entrepreneurs, to go for their own mission and overcome any obstacles they might think they have. You'll find links to Anna and show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 63. I'm so excited to be here with Anna Raymakers, who I met for the first time on Mastermind Retreat Iceland this year, and I was absolutely blown away by her new mission. Thank you for being here, Anna, on the show. You're welcome. I'm uh, very happy to be here. <laughs> so... You are changing what you're going to do in the future in terms of your business. You have a new mission. Can you share with us what that mission is? My new mission or my what I long for, what I want to be able to do is uh, change people's lives and particularly female entrepreneurs who have a mission, who have an idea or faith to change people's lives. And they have this big idea and they want to, ch to start a business or change their business. And they are being held back by obstacles, ideas or mindsets or whatever that holds them back. I want to help them to overcome those obstacles and to do what they are born to do and uh, change people's lives and go for it. Yeah. And shine, you said. Shine. And shine, shine. Yes. 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 So we need to rewind back and uh, talk about that you actually have a very successful business already in another area. And something has inspired you to take this change now. But let's look back. You have been running several businesses in the past. Can you take us back in how it was to start out in the first place? Then we have to go way back because that is 1992. You know, I'm not the youngest one. And in 1992, I started my first business being a single mother of three. No father, no husband in the, in the neighborhood. He moved back to the States and uh, no money in the bank. But I was uh, forced to start my own business because I had to quit my job because my youngest son couldn't handle the fact that I wasn't home. So I wanted to start a business that I could do at home and still earn money and help people. 
So that was my first business back in 1992 in the Netherlands. I'm Dutch. Wasn't easy, but it was enough income for me and my uh, my children who were back then 12 and 8 and 6. By now, they're adults. They already have children. I'm a grandmother of four, so <laughs> this is way back. Yeah. What was this business about? It was actually, I helped entrepreneurs, and those were not online entrepreneurs. That didn't happen then. That didn't exist. I helped entrepreneurs who, solo entrepreneurs uh, with their administration, with their bookkeeping, with their telephone answering in their customer relationship and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you were a part of their team and helping them build up their yes. business. Yes. Yeah. I had a few clients and just enough to do most of the work really early in the morning because I got up every morning at five o'clock in order to have a lot of work done by seven when my youngest would wake up and need my attention. And then he would go to school and then I could do some more work and be done uh, when he comes home. Yeah. But this was not your only business. What, what, what inspired you to do another business? When the children grew up a little, I started to... Uh, make my dream happen. Actually, when I was younger, I never had the possibility in my youth to uh, study. I had uh, like uh, basic education because my mother thought basic education is good enough for you because you're going to be a nurse or a teacher anyway. Uh, because I was meant to be a nurse or a teacher. And in those days, that was a very respectable job. Still is, of course. I'm very, very respectable. My two uh, eldest siblings had an education. And by the time that I wanted an education, there was no money. Because I have uh, five siblings. So I settled with that. I don't think I... Well, I agreed. Yeah. Uh, my mother, um, I mean, I think she meant well for me. She loved me and she thought this was a good idea. So I did the basic ed education and I didn't go to college. So when the children got bigger and were in school and didn't need my that much of my attention anymore, I started to study psychology because I was interested in people. I wanted to help people. And I thought it was great to, to learn how to look into their brain. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to help people. So my second business was a psychotherapy practice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big jump from being a team member or an assistant to uh, a psychotherapy. Yes. Yes. Very, very. Yeah. Yeah. And how did that go? Oh, that, that went pretty well. I had a lot of clients. People, they liked me. I had mostly business clients because that was my network, you know, entrepreneurs who, for example, were um, not good in presentations because they were nervous and I helped them to get over their nerves and stuff like that. And people who had uh, obstacles in their life they wanted to overcome and that went pretty well. Yeah, but I did like it. No, I have a lot of respect for people who can deal with other people's problems every day, day in, day out. But you know what? You can only help so many people a day, like max five. I was the therapist who took all those problems home with me, couldn't sleep because of them, and got up every morning facing more problems. 
I was good at what I was doing, but I was not good at dealing with all that. So in 2009, I decided to stop. It was a very hard decision because most of my clients cried and they said, oh no, and you can still keep on helping me, can't you? Just me. Is that okay? But it wasn't because I wanted to just stop and yeah, do something else. I had no idea what else. But so, you decided you were going to do something else, so you figured it out. I figured it out. I gave myself a year. I sold the goodwill to my colleagues, and that was enough money to like to live for a year with my children, who were then still living at home with me. But I already knew after like a few weeks that uh, what I wanted and what I was going to do, and uh, I started a social media business. Because, um, you know, my practice was always full. And when social media and the internet came into the world, then I saw right away, I saw this chance, this link. And I was uh, very busy on LinkedIn. And uh, I had a big network. And I was great in organizing events and network events and all that. And um, I got clients out of that, most of my clients. And my colleagues said, how do you do that? Why do you have so many clients? It's like they come to you like you're a magnet. And I have to work so hard to get new clients. How do you do that? And then I thought by myself, I can teach people that. How to do that. How to like be a, a client magnet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. With social media. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, I decided to start with LinkedIn workshops. And my first LinkedIn workshop was a very big success. I had one participant. One. But yes, <laughs> I went through. I did. Of course, I didn't cancel it. We had a great day and a great time. And uh, that person is still my client. Yeah. I yeah. love that you share that because so many people, when they start, they look at that as a failure. And here yeah. we are you know, talking about your success and your first workshop, one person came and most people give up. What makes yeah. you not give up? It's not an option to give up. You know what? There's no choice. You have to do what you're meant to do. And right then and there, I thought this was what I, meant, what I was meant to do. And uh, I could not disappoint that one person because that one person wanted to learn from me how to network and get more clients. So I had to do that. Yeah. And they were obviously happy about it since they're still your client today. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so after that, this was 2009 and like maybe 2010, the Netherlands started to be interested in Facebook. You know, Facebook's like founded in 2006, but it was not until 2010 or maybe even 11 that entrepreneurs were interested in Facebook and Dutch people were users of Facebook. And in those days, it was uh, not easy to have a business page on Facebook. You had to go through all kinds of software to make it. And it was not like what it is now, really easy. So I thought by myself, you know, if I can teach uh, entrepreneurs to how to market their product or their service on Facebook, wouldn't that be great? But I had no idea, you know, so I dived into it. I learned about Facebook and I saw these chances and opportunities. 
and I um, made a business out of it. Yeah. So now that you have built a successful business, helping people with social media to uh, magnetize or, you know, <laughs> have clients. Now, this new mission is fueled not just from your own story, but from, from somewhere else. Is it coming from your clients? Yeah, I think they see me as a role model. If she can do it, I can do it. They feel motivated and they feel uh, stronger because of me. And that makes me feel really proud. Like if that's what I can do, if that's how I can help people, that's what I must do. And uh, there's so many women who want to shine and feel held back or, and they're not doing what they were born to do. And because they see the whole technical and online stuff as, as an obstacle and they, and I didn't grow up with the internet. I didn't grow up with computers. I didn't grow up with social media and I taught myself, so can they, and I can help them. And what I want is actually be an example, a role model that all these obstacles in, in your life, like mine, being a single mother, having no money, failing in, in things in my, in my business, things that didn't work out and didn't uh, hold me back and hard work. You know, you know what? It's a really misunderstanding in this world. And a lot of people are trying to tell you, make you believe that exercising your, your mission and your, the thing, what you long to do in the world is easy and that you can do it leaning back, that you can do it with a four hour work week or something. It's not true. It's hard work. I worked my uh, peep off <laughs> and now I reached the fact that I can take every Friday off and every Wednesday afternoon and get my granddaughter from school and I can go to Iceland and I can travel and, and do everything I want. But it took me a lot of work and effort and, and sleepless nights to be able to do that. Do you think there's it's, a lot of misconception about how easy yeah. it is to build a business? Yes, yes, definitely. It's not, nobody's born with a business, maybe not even with uh, business skills or uh, the character to have a business. You have to be very, very determined to be successful. And people tell me, oh, Anna, that's easy for you. You can, uh, you have like 20,000 likes on Facebook and 30,000 Twitter followers and uh, 50,000 people on your email list. And then I look at them and I say, I started with one email address and one like in one Twitter follower. So you have to work really hard to build a community and community is the most important asset of your business. Yeah. So the women who see the obstacles, you know, it's so important to have role models. And I, I'm, you know, we have a similar mission, not exactly the same one, but very similar. And that's why I love what you're doing. I love this mission you're on to help women shine and see their obstacles as not obstacle. What would you say to someone who is listening and they are seeing the obstacles, they are seeing like, oh, only one person bought my course or only one person signed up. What do you say to them? Oh, I want to say so many things to them. <laughs> First of all, don't help, let these things hold you back. I didn't uh, let my mother hold me back from studying later on in life and uh, doing what I wanted to do and still have my, have my dreams and the things I wanted to do in life. I didn't uh, let the fact that my husband left me and went back to the States and uh, left me with three children and a big debt hold me back. 
it wasn't easy. And there's people who tell me, oh, I admire you so much because you did that. Did I have a choice? No, I had to go for it. That's what I had to do. I had to work hard for it. Did I have a choice when my, my youngest son uh, couldn't deal with the fact that I wasn't at home? No. So I found a solution, started my own business. So what I want to say to them is don't let things or people or anything hold you back, not even the techniques or the marketing strategies or techniques. You can learn and you can go for it. If that's not possible, let somebody do it for you and go for it and do what you have to do, shine. And um, if you need help, find help. You don't have to do everything by yourself. If you do have a workshop or an online program or whatever it is what you do and what you offer is, and you only have one person, promote again and again and again and again. My coach once said to me, Anna, you have to promote for every participant you want to attract. So if you want 10 people in your course, then you have to promote 10 times. And if you want 100 people in them, you have to promote 100 times. And even when you think by yourself, oh, my, do I have to send another newsletter again because I already sent one like on Monday and I don't want to bother my people too much with too many newsletters, do it again. Yes. <laughs> don't let that hold you back. <laughs> No, I, that's so true. And, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. And that's what I see you, Anna. You are so determined. And that's why you are a wonderful role model for us all and inspiration. And I am so looking forward to see your new movement of women that are shining come even more to life. So as a last, let's say, sentence, uh, where can people find you online? I'm on Facebook. My website is uh, uh, fanfactor.nl. So fanfactor, do you have the fanfactor? If you ha are able to make fans from your clients, then you have it. Of course, on, on Facebook with my uh, name, Anna Reimakers, with an epsilon. Yeah, we have links yeah. below this. Uh, yeah, you there's know. links. Yeah, <laughs> we'll okay. provide all the links. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, if they're in Eindhoven, in the Netherlands, and they, uh, they're in the neighborhood, then call me and come talk to me. Yes. Anna, thank you for being on the show. It was a pleasure to get to know you over six days in Iceland. And I look forward to see more women shine because of you. Thank you. Ready to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 63. There you'll also find links to Anna and show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.